you are listening to Hypertension Resistant to Treatment, where you will get knowledge, training, resources, and support for better blood pressure control. If you are suffering with high blood pressure or blood pressure that is difficult to treat, this podcast is indeed for you. Here is your host, Dr. Tanya. Hello, hypertension resistors. Today, I want to talk to you about the Johnson & Johnson vaccine and other related topics. Now we know that the Johnson & Johnson vaccine meets the FDA requirements for emergency use. We will know more about this after the committee meets on February the 26th. Johnson & Johnson is a one-shot deal. We know that it uses the Adeno virus platform, which is one of the safest platforms to make a vaccine. And we know that the Johnson and Johnson vaccine has less side effects than the others where according to research we haven't we haven't done any studies to compare the vaccines against each other, but what the study is showing us for the Johnson and Johnson vaccine is that uh, more than like more people are less likely to have side effects from the vaccine, uh, the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. It's a safe vaccine that is is really a game changer. So I can't wait to see how the Johnson and Johnson rolls out and if we can keep up with the the demand for it in order to get us out of this pandemic. And it's no secret that African Americans are more likely to not get the vaccine because of worries for what has gone on in the past. Let's hear what uh, Mr. Tyler Perry has to say about this. I mean, he has... Uh, the doctors at Grady Hospital approached him to ask if he would take the vaccine so that to ask if he would take the vaccine to be an example for the rest of us. So here he is telling the story of what happened when the doctors at Grady Hospital approached him. Well, when Dr. Del Rio and Kimberly, with Dr. Manning, when they called up and asked if I would take it to encourage the community, I thought I, I, I would do that. But you've got to answer all my questions. And I thought, well, while you answer my questions, why don't we record it so you can answer <laughs> questions for a lot of people in the community? So, yeah, I was skeptical because if you look at our history in this country with the Tuskegee experiment, Henrietta Lacks and things like that, it, 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 uh, it raises flags for us as African-American people. So I understand why there's a healthy skepticism about the vaccine. But I think my top uh, question was understanding mRNA technology. And Dr. Kimberly Manning and Dr. Del Rio did an amazing job at explaining that and how this new technology has helped 
to uh, come up with the vaccine so quickly. And to be able to ask those questions, and not only for myself, but share them with the community. Uh, you know, I've got a, a people who love what I do and kind of follow me. So I think once they get the information, that, that it'll help them. And what I told them is that I, I'm not taking this vaccine because I want you to take it. I want, I want to give you the information so you can make your own choices. So I think that's what it's about, education and information. So I think of a crew that works for me, and, and they're largely African-American people, who are all skeptical about the vaccine. When they sat in the room as they were working the cameras and doing hair and makeup and all this stuff, they listened to all the information. By the time we got to the end of it, they all wanted to take it. So I think, again, it just goes back to getting the correct information and getting it from people that you trust and you understand. It is definitely important to get your questions answered. So if you're hesitant about getting the vaccine, the most important thing you need to do is get your questions answered and go to your healthcare provider to do that. And you can also get your information from other people who you trust. Now, if you're afraid that you may have an anaphylactic reaction to the vaccine, then ask your doctor about being pre-medicated with aspirin and Benadryl before you go get the vaccine and throughout the day after you get the vaccine. And of course, be sure to tell the people, be sure to tell the vaccination site uh, staff that you you have been pre-medicated so they can monitor you closely afterward. Instead of the 15 minutes, you'll probably have to be monitored 20 to 30 minutes after the vaccination. And if you have concerns, of course, have your vaccine done in a healthcare facility where there's easy access to any type of EpiPen if you may need it. Somewhere I've read that certain some doctors are prescribing aspirin uh, 325 every six hours uh, for the first day or so. And Benadryl, uh, 25 milligrams every six to eight hours for the first day. This is not, and this is not medical advice. Check with your healthcare provider before you take any medications, before you have a vaccination or at, before you take any medications in general. Now, I will leave a link in the notes of where you can see uh, the Tyler Perry special in its entirety. And although some experts seem to think that we should only give one vaccine, allowing more people to be vaccinated, Dr. Anthony Fauci says that we're going to just stick with the science. And the science says two vaccines are the most effective, and that's what we're going to do. Unless you're getting the one-dose Johnson & Johnson vaccine. So far, this is working for us. Look at the trending down of the cases with 68 million doses of vaccines. And this number includes uh, first and second shot. And the deaths, not so much. Um, and we're really looking at the fact that deaths are coming down and we dipped here. Um, but the problem is uh, it's starting to trend, looks like it's trending back up. Some people s seem to think that this dip is due to the snowstorms. Whatever the case may be, the 
Johnson & Johnson vaccine will help us with this pandemic. Johnson & Johnson vaccine, it's a one-shot deal, so we won't have to worry about the second shot. And so the whole thing about it is getting those vaccines into people's arms. That's our challenge right now. People are confused about where to go to get the vaccine. And others are just concerned about the efficacy of the Johnson & Johnson versus the Moderna, the Pfizer, and the Oxford vaccine. Only the real-world effectiveness data will be able to tell us the true effectiveness of the vaccine. Remember when Pfizer first came out, the clinical trials stated that there was a 52% efficacy with the first dose. And now, after given and tested in the real world, we know now the efficacy for the first Pfizer vaccine is 72%. Let's hear what Dr. Lena Wynn has to say about this. Because I think people have gotten fixated on the initial number. They, they look at the number that's reported of 72% effective in the U.S. for Johnson & Johnson versus 95 for Pfizer and Moderna and say, well, that vaccine doesn't look as good. But actually, we need to be looking at the numbers that really matter. The endpoints that matter are preventing severe disease. And in this regard, the Johnson Johnson is 85% effective at, pre at preventing severe disease and actually 100% effective at preventing such severe disease that it causes hospitalization and death. Something else that really matters for Johnson Johnson is that one of the three clinical sites is South Africa. And the predominant form of the variant at the time that this trial was done in South Africa is this B1351 variant. Yes. The one that maybe the other vaccines, we don't know how effective they are towards it. And even in South Africa, there were no cases of hospitalizations or deaths. Mm. Supply is the limiting factor. And so having one uh, more vaccine that's authorized, especially one that's available as one dose rather than two doses, certainly will help. Although I think a lot more needs to be done to increase supply at this point. In reality, all these vaccines are equally effective, although the efficacy is is not the same, because all of them are preventing debt by 100%. According to what we know now, we, we shouldn't have a certain amount of freedom right now uh, once you get the vaccine. We should not change our behaviors. We don't know enough about the vaccines, but we do know some things. Here is Dr. Lena telling us about what we know and what we don't know. What we know about these vaccines is that they are so highly effective at preventing you from getting severely ill, which is so critical. What we don't fully know yet is the degree to which it prevents you from being a carrier of coronavirus who could still be infecting others. Now, there's growing evidence that probably getting the vaccine also reduces your viral load, your ability to infect others, but we don't know exactly how much yet. Like, share, and subscribe. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you in the next one.